and welcome to this week's Gen Z podcast uh, for the Gen Z Report. Uh, today we are doing a simple dual hosting with me, CJ, he, him, as well as Staz, they, them. Nice to meet you. And uh, today we are going to be talking about Florida, uh, not specifically the uh, governor, but more so the laws that have been passed within recent years. Uh, Florida, for a brief history, uh, has always been a very purplish state. Uh, back in, I believe it was 2018, the governorship uh, barely went toward DeSantis by uh, less than... Uh, 20,000 votes, while there were having to be votes for a candidate that had the same last name, uh, but did not run. Uh, there was, of course, back in 2000 with the Bush v. Gore situation, where the votes on the butterfly belts were then cast out by the federal Supreme Court. Uh, and thus, Florida has always been a major hot spot for both parties to try to contest over, especially in the presidential election. Uh, more recently, in the 2020 uh, to 2022 maps, uh, there was a recent redistricting that ended up uh, taking away five House votes from the Democratic Party. Uh, this was originally written as a map that was uh, mostly fair to both parties that they agreed upon. DeSantis said no, said I wanted a more gerrymandered map. Then they got him a more gerrymandered map. He said not gerrymandered enough, where instead of being plus one, it's plus three. He said no, I want that plus five. Was given that plus five uh, and then rubber stamped by the courts. Uh, luckily, due to the Supreme Court case in Alabama, uh, I believe is Alabama, uh, but due to the recent Supreme Court case that is protecting minority majority districts, this might need to be redrawn, but we will see how implemented that ends up being. Uh, in terms of our most recent election in 2022, we did have a governor election, uh, which did uh, infamously go to DeSantis, where I believe he won with a 60% majority uh, compared to Trump's 51% uh, majority uh, in 2020. Uh, however, there was a particularly weak showing uh, from the candidate that was elected as he was a previous Republican and ended up winning the primary. Why? I'm not sure why. Uh, I did not necessarily vote for him uh, I voted for a different candidate in the primaries, but that was our front runner. That was the horse and failed yep. completely. Uh, so that's just, again, a little bit of history. Uh, Staz, is there anything that you would like to add on to that? You hit Danielle right on the head, especially as it is when it came to most of the unfair gerrymandering uh, that came to most of our state, not to mention our cities, especially. And just seeing how that will happen in upcoming elections and how they'll revise it, we can only just hope for and just see that we can literally be able to have the right to vote, have easy distribution and access to our voting locations, and try to make our best with our vote as much as we can. Sure. Uh, one last thing that I'll also add is uh, when it comes to Florida, uh, we also 
do allow for ballot initiatives. So if you are someone who is living in Florida and you're upset about something, let's say the uh, abortion restrictions going from 20 with 22 weeks to 15 weeks to now six, uh, well, you can put that onto the ballot initiative and there is currently a ballot initiative out. So if you're looking for something where you can make an impact and push something toward the uh, state for it to be voted on, uh, you can absolutely look that up uh, to find out how you can mail that information in. So I highly encourage everyone to do so uh, if you want to be protecting bodily autonomy. Uh, there's also been things in the past where we have voted on things like $15 minimum wage for giving felons the right to vote, where despite this very reddish appearance that Florida has had in recent elections, uh, it's always been a lot more purplish blue, especially in varying areas uh, of the states. Uh, so that is again, just our, our, our brief history. And that is something I want to keep in mind uh, when we are then talking about the level of intensity and crackdown of the laws that have been passed when we're going over them today. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, anything else to add before we go on to our first topic of the law that got passed? Um, no. no okay. So we are going to uh, rewind back a little bit to uh, 2022, uh, where this was something that uh, going into this, there was already a lead of a lot of anti-LGBT legislation, uh, specifically around trans people. Uh, but this is when the rhetoric started to really manifest itself. Uh, and this is going back to the uh, Parental Rights Act or the Don't Say Gay Bill uh, that was passed. Uh, in the original version, uh, it was passed uh, as just for grades under third grade. Uh, however, it was brought to become a lot more uh, inclusive uh, to all grades to where a high school teacher cannot talk about being in a gay relationship or talk about sex or just the existence of genders, period, uh, without being able to be persecuted by the law. Uh, this has been a growing expansion um, and has made it a lot more difficult for teachers to be able to do their job. Uh, anecdotally, I know that I was looking into doing uh, substitute teaching beforehand, and this law getting passed made it for me to not want to teach because I know that if a student were to then come to me uh, expressing any sort of uh, wishing of assistance or resources, uh, being able to or being required to deny them would not be something that I would be able to do. And to instead have to report it would not be great. Uh, bills like this that also our children do tend to, and, and that's not specifically for the Don't Say Gay Bill, but uh, bills like this that do, uh, our children also tend to be very dangerous because they're not able to have a safe place, space at school. But to try to tear down inclusivity is highly problematic. Uh, this 
uh, got a lot of well-deserved criticism when it came out, uh, which then started the uh, trans people are groomers narrative uh, by saying, oh, well, if you're against this bill, then you are a groomer. Um, so that's a little bit of history on that. Uh, Staz, if you have things to add on uh, that specific bill or your reactions to it and how it's affected you. Yep. Uh, when it came to the don't say gay bill happening, especially as it is, I used to remember a lot of when I was in high school, especially graduating from like last year as it was, um, dealing with my places of bathrooms, having the love wins or the accept all people sticker banner, especially on certain classrooms to make sure that they were a safe room for not just diverse people, but also LGBTQ and queer plus people, especially as it needs to be. And just seeing it just be rampagely destroyed by not just this bill going through K to five and originally when I was like originally up to third grade is just a true infringement on people's human rights as it is more so because I used to see a lot of people who wanted to really find resources, be themselves and find ways to how to conform, confront and just like have to live their lives in hiding for so many years. And now when they finally got the resources to confront and combat that, it's now just stripped away and taken from them, especially when it comes to their teachers or their favorite teachers having to know that they have to report one of their students who they helped and educated to help them and guide them into being the best person they could be for themselves is truly just a tragedy among many. So it, and not to mention, like, I led a few and also helped with a few other Don't Say Gay Bill protests, even making it on the news when uh, we were showing a lot of recourse and a lot of protests to this bill passing. So it's just truly a tragedy that it's being infringed on not just kids, but as growing young minds just taking over and just, just destroying the whole system for people to be free and be themselves. Yeah, it is definitely a circumstance of government overreach. We have seen similar laws uh, with bounty-like systems uh, when it comes to uh, the state of Texas, where they had the abortion bounties law that was passed and making its way up to the Supreme Court before, oh, we can just overturn Roe versus Wade, period. Okay. Uh, where it's not necessarily the state that's enforcing these, but if the teachers want to enforce, sorry, not the teachers, if the parents want to enforce these things, then the teachers are left powerless uh, from any sort of protection. Uh, this was also passed alongside a bill that then made it harder to access certain bits of education uh, and literature, where if there was someone that lived in that district had an objection to a book that was being shown, well, then they could make a case that it should get banned, which then also disproportionately uh, affected books that happened to have people that might be LGBT characters in them further depriving literature uh, from children. And why this is important uh, for people uh, that it does matter for is having exposure to these things uh, does not increase or decrease your likelihood of being gay. Uh, it does not increase or decrease your likelihood of being queer, but it does allow you to feel more accepted to know that you're not a freak, you're not alone, and to deprive uh, children and teens of 
access to the knowledge of these things uh, is a major reason uh, why the uh, suicide and depression rate of queer youth uh, is much higher in more conservative areas. So the reason why this matters is not just a, oh no, this is an attack on free speech and the ability for people to have the right to education, uh, but it's also something that will lead to the needless suffering of more and more children. Yes. Um, so that then caused a battle that had a Disney even speaking out on the Don't Say Gay Bill, which allowed uh, DeSantis uh, to the excuse to start tap targeting Disney, which Disney then decided that they were going to pull out of uh, doing political funding, period, when it came to the state of Florida, which then led to them being attacked more and more. Uh, this was also the beginning of DeSantis's woke era, where he started saying woke so much with his Stop the Woke Acts that he had to legally define it, which was a very harrowing woke is the belief that there are systematic injustices in American society and the need to address them. So whenever there is a speaking of, hey, we need to stop the woke act, we need to stop woke ideology, that is simply saying, hey, we need to ignore that there are any issues within the states. Oh, is there something where the United States is not completely fair and functioning? Too bad. Now, I like to consider myself patriotic. I think that the states has done a lot of things great and that our economic systems and growth and a country built on immigration, even if that has been very wary uh over time, especially with mm -hmm. slaves, native genocide, and many other issues, that mm -hmm. we are in certain parts of the United States in a pretty, pretty good place. Uh, in other places, not so much. But even in places such as like, the Norwegian, Scandinavian uh, countries, to say that there are no injustices uh, I think is absurd for anywhere. Um, but that is what we are trying to stop in terms of criticism of the government. And restricting that, especially when it's in your state, uh, does cause a lot of uh, problems. I do know that uh, uh, another bill, and I'm not sure if it's been passed yet, uh, is trying to talk about journalists uh, that cr criticize DeSantis also needing to report where their income's coming from, uh, if they're coming from Florida, is a further kind of crackdown in trying to put up barriers to this. But that that has been kind of my concern of it. Saz, do you have any? Yes. When it comes to the whole woke fiasco going on with the Santas and him cracking down on just people who are different, people who are diverse, not just to mention queer, regardless of even queer LGBTQ people, when they truly do this and they define it as woke, that is really their kind of whistle just to say, we don't want diversity in our country. We don't want diversity in our states. And you can plainly see it when it happens, when it crackdowns on journalism, protesting, and even protesting against these bills, especially. I have seen a lot of people use, and even as a harrowing situation, 
just as more so as my court says, uh, looking at this bill and not to mention looking at all the actions DeSantis has committed, it has truly been hard and just a tragedy on people who may be diverse. Our country was really built off of immigrants, built by immigrants and slaves, and built by the people who were able to work off that and become something better. And it's just a truly intermission whistle and a red flag comedically to see that DeSantis is like, we don't want woke as their whistle of, we don't want diversity of people. We don't want people of color. We don't want people who are same sex. We don't want LGBTQ people or anyone who may be different from the norm in our country or in society. And it's a tragedy and a harrowing infringement on human rights and our civil rights, which is the main reason why we actually need to take action on this. I even uh, got to hear about it when I came to DeSantis, even talking about wanting to ban uh, birthright citizenship for immigrants who may have children born here in the States. Which would be against the 14th Amendment. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, that, 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 that is kind of the main thing when it comes to the, the level of rhetoric that has happened. And the thing that I feel has been a big difference between DeSantis versus Trump is Trump will say something like the Muslim ban bill and he'll implement it, but he didn't do too much in terms of like progressive legislation outside of all these court justices that he appointed. DeSantis does more follow through with the policies that have been implemented. And on the attacking of these uh, laws, he has gone further with attempting to ban not only access for people that have disabilities to go to colleges, but also certain parts of collegiate curriculum, calling them, quote unquote, woke studies. Mm -hmm. Zaz, did you want to go a little bit more on to what that bill has been and you're protesting with it? Because I believe you've done a lot more work on it than I have. All right. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to that happening in collegiate bands, especially, they're trying to ban a African-American studies as well as uh, racial studies, as well as gender theory and other studies against more so diversity because they claim them as too woke for the woke study, even feminist theory and gender theory and other acts of people trying to learn about African-American history and other unique histories different from America. It has become a huge crackdown and I've been helping and also organizing with other people to protest against this because it is not just hurting the stable people, it's hurting people of color, it's hurting our history because if you don't know our history, we're doomed to repeat it. And if they don't know the tragedies and hardships that we've had to go through to get people to look at each other equally, it is doomed to be erased. And that's the true tragedy of that, especially as it is. I work on uh, basically organizing, helping protests, especially, and even when it came to like dealing with not just censorship and crackdowns from DeSantis trying to silence journalists and protesters for just protesting about how some colleges are having their spaces and accessibility spaces to disabled and 
other youth in diversity be silenced by it. It's just become a true tragedy, especially. And I've been working with other people more all over Florida to just make sure we have our rights and we stand our ground to keep our rights. Yeah. Uh, and another thing, just in terms of the uh, bill being passed here, is uh, it says that general education courses may not suppress, distort, uh, or distort historical uh, significant historical events, or include curriculum that teaches identity politics, such as criti- such as critical race theory, or defines American history as a contrary to the creation of a new nation based off of an, on universal principles uh, stated in the Declaration of Independence. Uh, which it also talks about communications, humanities, social sciences, natural sciences, and math courses uh, as courses that count toward general education. Now, this doesn't sound too bad in the way that is written. Yes, we need to have some level of facts. Uh, However, uh, this is the same administration that banned 55 math textbooks for quote-unquote having CRT in them uh, and not providing any examples of what that CRT was within these high school math textbooks. Again, passing more laws that allow for the further uh, persecution and censorship of access to information. Mm -hmm. And going back to our definition of woke as trying to bring it back up, uh, that the belief that there are systematic injustices in America, uh, it makes it very clear that we are, again, trying to avoid even learning about past injustices that have happened, even if we can acknowledge them. So that 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 is the main reason for protest there. Uh, but that attacking our education institutions is not the only thing that's been going on. Uh, because DeSantis has also been attacking, again, trans people. So for the Don't Say Gay, that was originally, hey, we can't tell high schoolers about gender, of ideology, about the existence of other genders, the existence of queer people. Writing it so vague that in theory it could be used to attack a straight couple talking about their wedding, but not being meant to be enforced in such a way. The continuation of this, though, has led to uh, anti-drag bills as well as further bathroom bills. Uh, The anti-drag bill that has passed uh, has been used to be able to allow the state to revoke food and beverages licenses of businesses that admit children to adult performances. Uh, that adult performances also happening to be something that is drag. The DeSantis administration uh, has moved to pull liquor license uh, that held drag, sorry, liquor licenses of businesses uh, that held drag shows, alleging that children were present during lewd displays. Now, the situation for this is, is that at drag shows, there have not been any uh, significant cases of child molestation, of child grooming, abusement, uh, unlike other institutions such as the Catholic Church, where I believe in uh, Utah, the, not Utah, in, sorry, in Arizona, uh, there was a, uh, the 
state Supreme Court upheld that confessions uh, to child abuse is not reportable if you're doing it in the, uh, like the clergy does not need to report uh, instances of uh, child abuse if it is done in a confessional setting. That double standard, uh, and granted it's two different states, uh, but that double standard of, again, trying to attack uh, drag is you're attacking a performance. You are attacking an art piece. You're attacking something where men in dresses who still may identify as men, that has been around in American history for a very long time, uh, including our world wars. And I believe also drag performers were entertainment to pretty sure is FDR, uh, one of our presidents at least, um, <laughs> just as a funny thing. Drag performers have been used as just performances to bring joy to soldiers during their wartime. It has been something that has been in American history for a very long time. And to attack that art, to attack that speech, to attack that ability to exist by removing and attacking businesses that host these things, I feel is a great government overreach of a place that tries to say, yes, let's talk about Florida. Another note is when the DeSantis tagline is make America Florida, we to have a look of what the rest of the country might look like if you were to somehow take power. Stas, you have anything on that of how you've seen? I'm not sure how much you've kept up with it. Yes, I've seen the whole slogan of let's make America Florida again, or kind of because you can already see it. it's debating. It's a little cheap, like great value version of let's make America great again, as we've seen from Trump. And all you can see is sadly that DeSantis is trying to inform and just try to lie and create just a whole miscue. All of it is just a false copy of just trying to be someone who has more charisma or at least a better probability when it came to that joy for Trump. And just seeing that, not to mention with DeSantis as a whole, it's been greatly enamored, especially for all the roles he's pulling down, breaking down, and just making as it is. He's just gone completely feral, I'd say, with all of his tactics and just moving on to Florida as it is. Yeah. And another thing uh, that this is kind of in the background, but for every single law that is meant to target these groups of people, for every single thing that is being implemented. Yes, it's red meat to rile up the base, maybe get a few more primary votes, mm -hmm. uh, but the significance of it, in addition to just cracking down on our normal freedoms, is we're also attacking and causing even greater stress, greater depression, uh, and greater levels of suicidality for the people that are adjacent to this. Uh, mm -hmm. Drag is definitely not trans, um, but it is something where we're attacking it all at once. Uh, including into this is also the replication of various different bathroom bills where you can only use the bathroom of your assigned gender, which in order to enforce that, the only way that you can really attack it is by general inspection checks. But what the ultimate 
uh, main problem ends up happening is it ends up disproportionately uh, attacking butch women who just so happen to be masculine looking women who are using the bathroom that they have always used while people that are trans, especially forcing trans men to use women's bathroom to be able to comply with the law creates a greater level of discomfort, making it much harder to simply exist in this life. We're not done with that uh, because uh, DeSantis also passed a law that banned HRT for minors. Great. You know, those minors certainly have no idea how to access anything for that and totally would not have access to sociologists or psychiatrists, not sociologists, psychiatrists, uh, to psych psychologists, uh, and definitely would not be able to make an informed decision, uh, except if you do believe that, uh, please reference our uh, episode that we had with transgender people, uh, where we were able to go a lot more in depth uh, to that. Mm -hmm. But the short version of it uh, is that uh, trans teens are very sure that they are trans uh, and typically are sure of this even at younger ages, as young as five and six. It is not something that is suddenly uh, brought upon unless they might discover, oh, this fits me, and then they're able to live happier lives. But having things like puberty blockers and HRT is something that would be a lot more useful to people pre-puberty or at puberty versus trying to do things after the fact. Um, mm -hmm. But that part aside... The uh, bill also attacked consenting trans adults by, I have the quote here, a moment, that the new law uh, bans gender-affirming care for minors, but also mandates that adult patients seeking trans health care sign an informed consent form, which requires a physician to oversee any health care related uh, to transitioning and people to see a doctor in person. Now, there are not that many doctors in the state of Florida compared to the amount of trans people that can see all these patients. I can say anecdotally from one of my very close friends that he is able to get testosterone, which is a controlled substance, which he needs to go and go through a doctor to get this, has been on it uh, for an extended period of time and yet is no longer allowed access to it and is now needing to jump through more hoops and needing to deal with more problems just to get the treatment that he has been on for, again, this extended period of time. Uh, he is absolutely an adult in 20s, not someone that is a kid, if that is something that you want to say you care about, even though it also helps people that are teens as well. Uh, but the the implementation, again, if we're trying to think, say things charitably, if we're saying, oh, it's for freedom, oh, it's a, a good place to be, this is a overreach, government overreach, telling you what you can and cannot do with your body. Has any anything on on that? Do you know of anyone that's been personally affected by this? Or I've been, <laughs> yeah, I have. 
uh, as a trans person in Florida, more so, and knowing a few other trans people in Florida, having to jump through those many medical hoops and not to mention having your gender consultants to even just get a chance to talk to a doctor and even like get a chance to actually get yourself uh, evaluated, psycho-evaluated as well, has now been canceled, put on a hold, stopped, or even like just flooded through and straight up just not even there anymore. And it's just a true like placement. Like I know a few friends where uh, she was trying to get her estrogen that she was on for last year, but her whole consultant has stopped her. And basically she has to put her whole transition on halt. Even though she's well above the age, she's an adult, she's in her 20s, and she can't even get her gender-affirming care, let alone be able to happen to talk to a gender consultant or a sexologist about it. Because she has to jump through a little more hoops. It's just, it's been causing a lot of discourse and destruction. A lot of people who needed this, people who needed this to become the best selves they need to be are being halted as well. And me included, I just sadly have my whole consultant stopped and put on hold, especially as it is. And now I have to literally physically fight through it and just find a way to get another gender consultant, another way to get the HRT I need to progress through my transition. It's been a true tragedy. I've been having to work through this and combat it as it is. And you just see how the whole thing comes with not just minors, but also adults and how they're having to literally fight just to be themselves, just to live and exist. To say, hey, I exist too. It's just horrible. And let alone, especially when it comes to minors, I know a lot of people who needed that. A lot of people who are probably right now in not the best uh, state of mind because they are literally having their therapists, their gender uh, consultants and psychiatrists they had to help them continue their transition now to the age of adult be stripped away from them and now have to just be forced to live in a gender they're not comfortable with. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, the part for anyone who's listening, where if you're not as concerned on gender affirming care, if you're not as concerned on LGBT things, that's also why we talked about, hey, here's the wokeness. Hey, here's the attacking of education. <clears throat> and then, of course, uh, the attacking of abortion and those rights as well. Everything that has been passed in the recent years has been in the cause of more and more issues. Uh, our insurance, <clears throat> when it comes to uh, protection from hurricanes, is going up and up. Yes, we are currently living in Florida. Yes, that's not a really great sustainable place long term when it comes to climate change, which we will be talking about climate change very soon. But the issues that are actually affecting the state uh, are going unaddressed. And instead, we are doing things such as potentially putting radioactive material into our roads and concrete to get rid of that radioactive material and have cheaper paving. <clears throat> Which, again, it's a, we don't know how radioactive it would be, but those sorts of laws that have been being passed has been very, very training. And the end result that I personally felt and I believe has been felt by a lot of other people is it 
drives people out, which is sort of the point. It is trying to you know, break the spirit to make it, oh, well, you know, if you don't like it, just leave. And honestly, trying to develop the economic situation to be able to afford moving is very, very appealing. <clears throat> uh, and, and yes, there is the want to stay to fight and the continued pressure to do that, with the resources that we have. But that's the situation of Florida for those who might be in Florida. Feel free to share if you feel similarly or different. Uh, and if you feel you know, you're out of Florida, hopefully that this is a little bit more of a perspective inward. But that's kind of my closing thoughts. Staz, do you have anything for your closing? I'd probably say when it comes to people looking outside in it's, uh, with Florida or people in Florida as it is, this is your home too and you have every right to defend your home. You have every right to be here and exist. And if we have to, we must get out and fight. We have to get out and protest and use our rights as we need to be. Because this is not, this is not a perfect way to live. This is a hardship, not just on our rights as human beings, our rights as citizens of the United States. And as a whole, this truly the censorship, this destruction of an infringement, an overstepping of trans people's rights and other people's rights as well, cannot stand any longer. But uh, with that said, thank you for everyone that tuned in and made it all the way to the end. If you did make it to the end, you probably liked us at least a little bit. So if you want to go down to wherever you're watching us and hit us with a like, maybe even a comment, then that would be real swell. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Peace. Thanks for watching. If you want to support our mission to transform politics into service, please like this video, subscribe, follow us on social media, and consider joining our Patreon, where you'll get early access to our interviews as well as other exclusive content. Links are in the description. Peace out.